0: Today on CityCast Chicago, the Chicago area is home to the second largest Ukrainian population in the U.S. And as Russia invades the former Soviet country, Ukrainians here are feeling scared and confused, waiting to hear from friends and family in Ukraine. And they're taking to the streets. CityCast host Jacoby Cochran and lead producer Carrie Shepard take us to a rally in Chicago's Ukrainian village. It's Monday, February 28th. I'm Simona Lisea, and this is City Cash Chicago.
1: Smart for a
2: Yeah, we should say Ukrainian village is. Primarily, it's sort of concentrated around Chicago Avenue between Damon and Western Avenue.
3: Yeah, they're, they're rallying in, for Ukrainian independence at this moment. Russia is on the offensive in a kind of full-scale invasion of Ukraine. They've got them surrounded. And Chicago is home to a very large Ukrainian-American uh, population. Uh, Kyiv, uh, the capital of Ukraine, is the sister city of Chicago. We're in a corner of Oakland Superior Crossman Ukrainian Catholic Church at the Ukrainian National Museum here in Chicago. And they have a rally at one o'clock.
2: We should say people, there are Ukrainian flags everywhere. They're hanging from people's buildings. They're on people's cars. Um, You know, the museum is surrounded. The metal gate is all in blue and yellow. As people are um, coming up to the church, a lot of people have they're, they're wrapped in the Ukrainian flag, so it's sort of flowing behind them.
3: You also see the flags of some of the other former Soviet countries, Belarus, Lithuania, Latvia. Um, you, you see other European flags, German flags. Um, th- there's a real sense of, of solidarity. You even see American flags out here uh, as people are coming together with one unanimous voice to say they don't want war. Um, I talked with Lydia, who is the president. She uh, linked me up with Nadia, who is here from Southern California. Okay, that's Nadia.
4: That's Hi, Nadia. Nadia, do you want to talk to us? Yeah, it talk works for you. All right, let's talk inside. <laughs> Hi, my name is Nadia Haywas.
3: I mean, while this conflict has really, you know, bolstered in an invasion over the last week, this is something that has been bubbling under the surface for years, decades at this point, but when did you start to get a sense maybe in the last few months or even years that, that a larger conflict was going to take place?
4: Actually, the um, larger conflict began in 2014. In fact, in February, just about the same time when we had the um, horrible night at the Maidan when innocent protesters were shot by um, snipers who were aiming at their necks and their chests and their heads. Um over 130 that had died that night. Um, and since then, uh, with the um, invasion of the Don, Donbass and the takeover of Crimea, we've had more than 14,000 troops die. Over 24,000 people are wounded. 1.4 million have been displaced before this current invasion of Russia.
3: When we start talking about the, the reason for this, there are many Right. You have uh, Ukraine, which is, you know, maybe split between the Western Ukraine, which is very nationalist, more Eastern Ukraine, which may lean closer towards Moscow. Can you tell me a little bit about sort of the inner conflict inside of Ukraine, the sort of constant pendulum swing between influence in the West and influence in, in Russia since the dissolution of the Soviet Union?
4: I have to personally say that I think that conflict conflict, is created outside of Ukraine. I think Ukraine has been very united since independence in 1991. Every single year, the East and the West have worked closer together. And after 2014, the East supports Ukraine, the West supports Ukraine. There is not an East or a West of Ukraine. It's a one Ukraine and we are all one united people.
2: Do you still have family over in Ukraine
4: right now, or have they left? Are they still there? I do have family in Ukraine. I do have family, and I have many, many friends. My family and my friends are not fleeing at this moment. They are fighting.
2: Are you able to communicate with them? I mean, are there email, phone? I mean, what are the systems like, the communication systems like right now?
4: Well, right now we can communicate. Um, my my uh, mobile carrier is T-Mobile, and they are offering Um, cost-free calls to Ukraine until March 3rd. Um, We're also communicating through the Internet as long as they still have Internet. Um, In fact, I just had a message from my cousin in Lviv who said that um, they had just waited in line at the pharmacy to buy supplies for the soldiers and as they left somebody asked them for the list so they could buy the same supplies. And um, when people meet on the street, they talk about what are their plans, where are they going to go, and where are they going to help out the most. No one is fleeing from my family. No No one. They're going to fight. Do you wish they would come? Do you wish they would leave? I wish for them to have uh, peace, freedom, um, a life that they would like to create for themselves. Uh, It is, um, it's their homeland. And uh, it's, it's their homeland. And no one wants to leave that. Everyone wants to stay and be safe and free in their, in their own country.
3: How can Ukrainian Americans show support in this fight when at times, again, it feels like it's, it's global superpowers and, and the people on the ground like you and your family kind of get lost in the, in the shuffle?
4: I think our, our um, biggest defense is to educate and inform people. Um, to keep those channels of communication open, to uh, do everything that we can to support democracy and freedom in Ukraine. And I think all of those other things will fall into place after that. Good. Good. Cool. Thank you. Can I add one more thing? Of course. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know if, if people are aware, but Ukrainian armed forces have supported NATO troops in many conflict areas all over the world including lastly in Afghanistan, getting the last Afghanis and Americans out. Afghanistan was not a NATO country, and yet NATO troops were there supporting. Ukraine was supporting NATO troops. It is time for NATO to step up and reciprocate. And I think not only Ukraine would be grateful, I think the world would be.
2: What's your name? Could you my say it in Spanish? Arena, Arena Diva. And you, you're,
5: are these your children you're standing with? Okay, how old are they? Five and seven years old.
2: Do you live in the neighborhood? you live in Chicago?
5: No, we live in uh, Wisconsin, in Milwaukee, Brookfield. It's like two hours drive from here, yeah. Did you come for today? We come with my kids, yeah, and I have another kid in my belly too. Yeah, to pray for our country. We are Ukrainian. We live here, but we are Ukrainian. We have all family in Ukraine. Yeah. Have you spoken to your family in
2: Ukraine?
5: You never know if it's last time or not. Yeah. Are they
2: staying or are they going to leave?
5: stay. We have uh, really old grandmas, grandfathers They can leave. And if they're young, they want to fight for our country. I'm so proud of my country. I never expect, I know my country is strong, but after 2014, I was there. It was hard time for us, but right now it's much more worth it, and uh, they're stay, they're fight, they're not give up. Ukraine, you're best of the best.
2: You your hands off Ukraine. What does yours say? End war. End war. What does yours say? It's beautiful. Thank you. Sure. Is there a? Is what is that a? The flag, right? And flowers. It's it's very pretty. You did a good job. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Did you talk to anybody?
3: I did. I talked to a few people as I was kind of moving through. There is a, I mean, there's a, again, there's a clear sense here of like united against Putin, Putin pure evil, NATO step up to the plate. And so there's this, you know, at least when you, you read the the reports from, you know, CNN or something, there's this idea that, you know, sanctions and putting the economic pressures, that's what's going to stop this. But everyone at these rally feels like, you know, the war has already started. It's time to kind of step up to the plate. NATO to send troops in. I know they've operated their I know they've operated their offensive forces for the first time in their history, but everyone here kind of feels like, you know, the war has started. It's time to like reciprocate and that the the sanctions aren't enough.
2: Read that, read
3: that sign. Mm-hmm. Boycott all Russian products. You got with the one on the ground. Yeah. It says Ukraine helped NATO in the Balkans, Middle East, Afghanistan. Your turn, NATO. The ball is in your court.
2: Will you get a photo of that, too, please. I think they're about to start, so I'm going to move away from the, the podium.
1: I now call upon the president of the Ukrainian Congress Committee of America, Illinois Division, the oldest and largest organization in the United States uniting the Ukrainian diaspora. President Zelensky has proven his mettle and resisted any and all calls to lay down arms and surrender. Putin has called upon the Ukrainian military not to just lay down arms, but to turn them on the leadership, calling them fascists, neo-Nazis. How can a country that elected a Jewish president be neo-Nazis or fascists? Make no mistake, Putin's only aim is to destroy Ukraine, destroy our language, our culture, and our heritage. (laughs) Honorable Congressman Davis, Quigley, Governor Pritzker, it's a pleasure to have you here. And of course, our Mayor of Chicago, the Honorable Lori Lightfoot. I want to say to all of my Ukrainian brothers and sisters that we recognize it's Ukraine today, but it will be the United States tomorrow. It will be someone else the next day.
2: Hope and prayers are essential, but when you're dealing with Putin, hope, prayers, and a javelin missile are even better.
4: Yes! Yes! Yes!
2: Hope,
1: prayers, and stingers, and machine guns yes. are even better. Yeah. 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 Hooray! Slava Rukaini! Yeah. And screw Vladimir Putin! Yeah. Yeah. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Thank you to the Ukrainian Congress Committee of America for organizing this protest. Liberty, democracy, and humanity will defeat tyranny and oppression every time, but only if we resist in solidarity with the Ukrainian people. Yes.
4: This community has historically been one of our oldest immigrant communities. Ukrainians started coming to Chicago in the late 1880s and into the early 1900s. So you have been a part of the fabric of this great city from our earliest days. We stand united against the continued bombardment of Ukrainian cities and send our prayers to those who are sheltering in their homeland because of the murderous actions of Vladimir Putin.
2: Okay, we're gonna make our way out of here. There are a ton of people here. Oh my God. I mean, there's gotta be, how many?
3: There's gotta be a few thousand people out here.
2: Really? Yeah. I'm terrible
3: at that. I am. I'm, I'm usually terrible, but I mean, just if you just cut off this, that's a thousand people. I mean, everywhere you look, there are people out here. Flags, blue and yellow, signs. People in the the church lot. People all through the streets and the alley. People on top of Mr. Brown's lounge. Goes all the way out to is that Chicago? It goes past Superior and Oakley, past Chicago. People are everywhere in this neighborhood. Even the people who aren't at the rally, you see flags up and down the street. You see people walking in support. You see flags in local businesses.
1: Help Ukraine! USA! Help Ukraine! USA! Help Ukraine! USA! Help USA! Help USA! Help in closing, USA! I would like to quote the words of Ukraine's greatest poet and bard, Tarashevchenko. Boritysha, To paraphrase, fight to victory. God is helping, for your side is the side of truth, glory, and freedom. May God bless the United States of America. May God bless Ukraine. Slava Ukraini.
0: Before we let you go, a little bit of news. Students and staff in Chicago public schools will still have to wear masks today, even as other schools go mask optional. That's what the district said after Governor J.B. Pritzker reversed course late Friday on masks in schools. But outside of CPS, it means schools join most other indoor spaces today, where masks are no longer required. Chicagoans can now sign up to get information about the city's basic income program, which will provide recipients with $500 a month for a year. Applications open in April. You can find more information in the show notes. And some good news to get you through. Tomorrow is Mardi Gras, a.k.a. Fat Tuesday, a.k.a. Punchki Day. You still might be able to get a hold of some of those tasty Polish pastries for the holiday. We've got a few resources in today's newsletter. Find it and sign up at chicago.citycast.fm slash newsletter. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.
3: (laughs) Hi, Congressman. Bye, Congressman. We're currently cutting off Congressman Davis in the alley.